fucking 2 0 down to the fucking Mexicans, and Pendle went on to lose the game 6 yeah. 0. Hello and welcome, uh, welcome back even to Dear Me Pendle Revisited. This is episode eight and this is going to be Howlers. My name's Reese, and I'm back and also back with Rye. Yeah, how we going mate? Yeah, good to be back. Nice little break, refreshed, rejuvenated, um, ready to talk about uh, Pendle all over again. Um, it's been a nice break and we've we've been using that time off to, uh, to line up a couple of... Um, couple of belting guests for uh, for some episodes coming up in the next uh, in the next few weeks and stuff so yeah yeah positive times um and uh looking forward i suppose to uh to talking about these uh these these rare howlers that we made um throughout our time at pendle but there were but being sunday league football we weren't professionals um there are there are a few to discuss hide under the uh, hide behind the sofas yeah. and look away now if you uh, if you don't want to be picked out yeah and, and some would say and I think um, it was mentioned on Facebook that this episode could possibly be even longer than than two weeks ago but um, no we we have whittled it down and uh, you know it's going to be trying to get some of them them funny sort of howler moments out there and some disgraceful moments as well from. People that are just not Pendle players. We've got referees and sort of decisions overall. So, Howlers, let's start with ourselves. Obviously, in the goalkeepers episode, that's probably where most of our Howlers have happened. We've discussed them, like I just said. But um, any other sort of Howlers for yourself, Ryan, that you can think of? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 two, the two sort of... I suppose most famous ones, the the game where I injured my ankle, I discussed in the uh, in the goalkeepers episode and probably the injuries episode actually, yeah. um, where where I absolutely just fucking powder puffed one, you know, moving across to me right, um, where it's just it's coming coming low and just one of those where you just should just probably you know a proper goalkeeper would just fall on it even though you didn't really need to, but you're just getting a good barrier behind it. Or would move across, move your feet quicker, get behind it, long barrier. Um, but I was probably being a bit nonchalant, a bit lazy, <laughs> and just went down to me right to try and just get my hands behind it. Yeah. Uh, as I was, but as I was also moving to me right, probably too late, uh, and it just slipped under my fingertips and into into the net, um, which was an absolute fucking shocker. And yeah, that was a rascal. The other one, obviously, whilst. Again, whilst injured, I'll just put as a little caveat for this was obviously that, that, that cup semi final, nutmeg from forty five yards to, yeah. to lose the game with five minutes to go. Um, never quite lived that one down, <laughs> but I, I, there was probably a couple for me that were that were worse. I, I had another one in a in a cup game I mentioned where we lost three two, um, where I got done at the near post for the third goal. Mm. Um, one of those, it was a good shot, but. You know, could have could have saved it, but sort of thought it was going in the side net, in, so sort of pulled my hands back from it, and it's just rifled in the top corner. And as a keeper, there's there's no worse feeling than um, thinking you've got all your angles covered uh, and letting something go in it, and you've got it wrong, yeah. and it's uh, and it rifles in the top bin. Yeah, definitely. Um, but two two probably less famous ones that people might hopefully won't remember. 
but I'll um, I'll give him I'll give him some uh, some scenery now. There was one over at Holy Cross um, where I had a full, um, you know, I would say it was a probably full Massimo Taibi um, <laughs> incident where again I can't remember the team it was against, but there was always that it was it was it Joe they had a real sh- short stocky lad played up front. He did. He, he moved around the teams. I think he yeah. might have ended up at Kingswood at the end. But he was one of those that always got the ball and he just shot. Yeah. You know, and he had a good shot on him. Yeah, and he was like the main man of the team. You wouldn't have thought it to look at, but he was a decent player, to be fair to him. Yeah, yeah, short, stocky lad. Mm. And he's he's it one that's, you know, dribbled dribbled towards, you know, dribbled towards me, but it was just straight at me low. And I remember being quite far out sort of thing as well. I was maybe, you know, probably in line with a penalty spot. Um mm. And I've just sort of gone down on it, and next thing I know, it's it's not in my hands, and it's um, you know you look back through your legs as you're on the floor, and it's it's creeping towards the <laughs> creeping towards the goal, and uh, and in, um, you know I can't remember what you know, whether we lost, whatever the result of that game was, but um, yeah, not not my finest moment, um, and then the other one was actually a rare moment, I suppose, where whereby. As a goalkeeper, when you make a mistake, usually it leads to a goal. Mm. Um, this one didn't, but it's probably one of my worst howlers. And and as much as we've we've discussed this man, he absolutely bailed me out of a shit situation here. Benny Francis, thank you very much for this. But this it was a pre-season friendly over the post office, and ball on you know hard um, August pitches, bouncy. Um, ball came over the top and I've come out to, to deal with it but it was one of those where you come out and you all of a sudden you realise oh shit I'm on the edge of my box I can't really go with my hands and I'm not I wasn't really in a position to jump for it with my head <laughs> yeah. and and instead of doing one or the other um, I just crumbled and fell on the floor <laughs> yeah, and, I and I sort of just tri- tripped over <laughs> my own studs uh-huh. um, and fucking just collapsed in a heap on the floor and Geezer somehow who was through, you know, he's then just through on goal, empty net, you know, I was on the edge, I was full over on the edge of my box. But Benno somehow managed to fucking get back in behind me and, uh, and make a last-ditch tackle yeah. block uh, and get get it clear or get it out for a corner and, and save my blushes. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, probably lucky for me that happened in a, in a pre-season friendly and uh, not in a more high-profile game. And also, <laughs> it didn't lead to a goal, but... Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure certain people will still remember it fondly, um, with me going arse over tip in yellow yeah. boots as well. I was in my yellow, but I just started wearing my yellow boots. I think, and I was really fucking stuck it like that as a keeper. It's, yeah, it's rascal. Yeah. Um, what Fantastic. about yourself, Kenzie? Yeah, I mean the 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 um, the dropped ball from the corner in the Torrent game is one that sort of sticks out in my brain, probably because of. The match itself, and and obviously what happens with you, your mistake, me and my mistake, and then somehow getting man of the match if the records are correct. But I don't know how that's gone down. But um, yeah, you know, a couple of little mistakes here and there in goal. But um, I think my biggest howler is is a demon of mine, and that would have been the penalty miss in the cup game in the second year. Um, it's always been a demon of mine. And I, and I said to myself, if I'm going to go and play football as an adult, don't shy away from penalties, especially if you're playing a bit further forward, you know, sort of give it a go and see what happens. But I think I only ever got to take um, sort of one competitive penalty anyway, to be fair, and, and, and missed it. Because it was, it. Sh- it was yeah. that shit. 
That's why we never give yeah. you, I'll give you another one. But yeah, was would, that the, was it? Did you take it left footed, right footed? I can't remember. No, I, was... I, I I took that right footed, but it was it was like sort of similar to the Gareth Southgate one, just to the keeper's other yeah. side. Absolutely nowhere near the corner. Sort of silly, sort of side foot, just try and sort of hit the target. Uh, I think that was the game where we spoke about Royce, just sort of the only one to put one in or something like yeah. that. But um, yeah, that, that's that's just a, a, a demon sort of thing of mine in football was penalties and so I would shy away from them but um, yeah a couple of little other sort of howlers here and there but but I thought of a howler or, or a howler match that featured the pair of us I think and uh, it was it was we had a bit of a disaster I think Ben got injured at centre half playing Elgar away the first time we played over Chalverden against them and uh, I had to step in centre half with Tom Malcolm at the time and they were they had an amazing bloke up front. I think we lost 3-1. And if I remember rightly, you got lobbed that game. Yeah. And, I, and I somehow rem- got man of the match. Yeah. And I remember thinking over Chalvedon, that set of goals we played on, they have them slightly smaller for the year sevens. And we was kicking off because it wasn't sort of regulation side. And I yeah, remember the- just having a howler of a match at centre-half. Um, and we was we was shocking that day, Pendle. Yeah. Um, well... I remember that was that was why, even though I'd been lobbed from, you know, from twenty five, thirty yards, yeah. um, you know, with a sort of from yeah, out wide, wide there, wide right, whipped over the top of my head, sort of thing. Mm. Um, it was one of those we lost lost three one, but it, it could easily have been seven or eight. Kind yeah, of, and I had a decent game otherwise. And, yeah, and somehow managed to pick up man in the match still, even in a three one loss, which yeah said everything about our performance that day. Probably. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm sure there's loads. I can't think of any sort of big howlers sort of on the pitch that have led to anything. I didn't I don't think I ever scored an own goal or anything like that. But um I suppose that leads us on to nicely talking about some of our fellow players. Well there was there's one man and probably a, it's a one family name really because he sort of come from own goal stock, if you like, in Stevie Sadler. Um <laughs> and because Tom always used to tell us um, famous stories about his old man um, scoring a hat trick in a cup final, um, but it but actually losing the game two one. Um, <laughs> so he, yeah, it, it was sort of you know where he come from in, in terms of uh, in terms of his family name, but he definitely had two that sprung to mind when when we talked about Tomo's own goals. Was one over um, was over Bastable um, when it was a rebound that come back off the keeper. I think we lost four one um, that game, but it was. Uh, yeah, shot came back off. Dan saved it from memory and it came back off him. And Tom, probably playing centre-half or maybe playing right-back, went to clear it left-footed um, from sort of, again, he's about 12 yards out. Just to, just to hook it away from the middle of the, you know, middle of the penalty area, hook it away and to safety. Um, and that didn't quite work out as he sort of managed to toe-poke it back over and lob Dan. It was just sort of getting back up from the save. And yeah. just lob, lob him, and uh, and I just remember Tomo's uh, Tomo's stance of, of bending over on his haunches, head in hands, um, just sort of not quite able to compute what he's uh, what he's just done. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, really, you've you sort of wish he'd maybe shown this sort of clinical finishing when he was um, <laughs> when he was up top shooting the right way, which was over Holy Cross when uh, just sort of chasing back with a defender. Um, and on the edge of, you know, maybe about 20, 25 yards out, he's managed to get a, 
a toe poke on it and it's rifled into the bottom corner. That's right. Um, yeah. From the edge of the box. Um, <laughs> any any particular other own goal memories from yourself, Kenzie? For for well, for Tomo or for anyone, I suppose. Really. Um, no, I think I think I was more drawn to somewhat of like the, the sort of the pass backs that you touched on in the, the injury episode and maybe sort of like the the clearances what people have gone to clear with they probably should have used their left foot but gone to use their right and it's been a bit of a been a bit of a mishap um but no i mean own goals there was a couple out there sort of like your classic sort of headers i mean you had your one on the de- your debut didn't we i yeah. think Dale and Ben Francis have probably featured in the own goal by accident territory. Um, but no, I mean, there, there was a few other things I looked at, specifically uh, specifically defensive. And uh, Massa used to make me laugh with his classic slice out of play, ball up the wing. <laughs> uh, and then there the was... There was there, there was one game with Massa that all of a sudden we played him left back. He played left back. Yeah. And it sort of revolutionised his game because all of a sudden yeah. he slices out... Um, off the outside of the boot, going to uh, going out for a throw-in, um, we're all of a yeah. sudden finding a target man up top. Target man up top, yeah, definitely. Um, similar to that, I remember Big Tom Malcolm. There was a a dozen, or sorry, half a dozen Oof. times with a big swing and a miss with yeah. the big right boot on him. I hope you don't mind me saying, but there was there was, and he sort of laughed at himself as he done it, but quickly run back into position. Um, I do remember that. Uh, any any else you got sort of defensively? Well, the other one, the other one that sprung to mind was um, sort of I had I had a couple of moves in my in my locker, um, you know, one defensively which was the old Pocock knee, um, big knee coming out to foul someone who's who's nipped past me with a bit of pace. Um, but me one me one um, crowning glory, I suppose, when I uh, from an attacking point of view or with the ball at my feet was I was all right at a Cruyff turn. Um, and there was a game over over Baz United. Um, I remember where I I think I can't remember if I'd maybe done a Cruyff turn and not uh, in the ga- uh, in the game already, and and it had come off all right. And I, I think this might have been the the Jack Ranger goal of the season game for me. Mm. But um, on the opposite side, playing left back that day was um, was old Adam, and uh, he he tried to do a very similar manoeuvre um, at left back and tried <laughs> to do a Cruyff turn and just got. Geezer just got red like a book. Geezer just clattered <laughs> clatter, clatter through him, through on goal, and they scored. Yeah. But um, but no, I mean in terms of in terms of sort of on pitch, the only other thing I had read from a from an on pitch, you know, howl or as such, aside from maybe some red cards which we've discussed, but was a, was that team performance against Kingswood? Um, mm. I I put it down just because it was a particular, you know, they they mucked us about with that game where Sam. Yeah, um, turn up was, you know, became ref and then they fucked off, and the next time we played up against them, that should have been real fuel for us, and mm. we put in one of the worst performances, um, and lost six nil. And, and mm. the main, the main thing, I remember being three nil down at half time, and I was fuming, and I was, at, you know, went for a full bit of a, bit of a Mike Bassett esque, you know, fly <laughs> into. Tried yeah. to fly into everyone and g everyone up, and we're fucking two 0 down to the fucking Mexicans. And <laughs> you know, Martin Bashir on the uh, on the thing would have been, and Pendle went on to lose the game six yeah. nil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was that shit. Yeah, that day. yeah. terrible. <laughs> 
I'm sure that there's loads more howlers. And the boys, when they, when they listen to this, just just comment on the Facebook. Say you forgot this one or that one. Tell us some more howlers from the uh, the Pendle personnel. Yeah. But, um, so I suppose maybe moving on to like cards, if you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, disciplinary disciplinary measures sort of thing. Um, you know, I there was there was numerous various little yellow cards and stuff picked up. I mean, in terms of. Uh, you know, as much as they're they're not really howlers sort of thing. I I think I remember getting one um, for saying to the ref, "Learn the fucking rules." When I was in goal, <laughs> and he said, um, "He said I don't mind you having a having a conversation or not agreeing with a decision, but to say learn the fucking rules is the scent yellow card." <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair enough, and that is a rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, so that was one. But then, yeah, red cards wise, there was a few. I remember. I mentioned it in that, that game we lost three two was the was the game that um Jack was sent off uh, for calling Dylan a, a cunt on yeah. the yeah, when he was running the line. Yeah. Um but in that same game Jim and Rick were sent off by Blakey as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm sure it was just for, for talking back to him because that was the sort of character as he was. He didn't like yeah, all that, no, did he? No. Um so he'd have he'd have liked to have thrown his uh, thrown his weight around and there was a bit of weight to throw around with him to be fair. Yeah. Um and he um yeah, we we ended up down to eight men, and, you know, <laughs> even that, and then losing to a losing to a team a couple of divisions below us in the uh, in the cup. More more as the years went on, I felt more sort of yellow cards did get branded a bit more to us. I mean, we were like you say famous for sort of just Rick and Jim sort of getting the cards sort of early doors, but then we all picked up a few yellows over our time. I mean, I I picked up one for diving, which at that time I actually didn't dive. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I was, reputation has yeah, got around, mate. Around yeah, the I had this sort of reputation for diving, but I, I knew deep down I did, wasn't really diving as in, you know, diving that it's it's classed as. It would just be sort of going down easy because just being heavy, trying to nip it <laughs> past someone. But um, yeah. and I also I, I almost got sent off in that in the pro. I, don't, I think it was the pro. When we won three 0 talking about Ben's header and the good moments and that, yeah, um, it booked Dell, and I I had pulled someone down the halfway line, and he he was telling me about sending me off, and I said, nah, I ain't been booked." He went, "You have," and he was giving it the ref, and uh, I pulled that to pull Dell over, and it was the case of sort of my mistaken identity. I mean, <laughs> I know we look similar, but on a football pitch, if you didn't know us, you would you would say. Well, maybe that was the same man, but yeah, I was very close to getting sent off by accident that game. Yeah, there was um, there was a few like like you say we did we did start to pick a few up. I mean, I I'd, I'd, I'd never been booked as a kid, um, and I don't know whether that was just they never used to book you as, mm. as much as a kid, and definitely started picking up a few few more for you know a few wayward tackles. And um, uh, my favourite one was fucking. Actually, to be fair, this is and just thinking about it, this is a howler on on the part of um, old fucking Paul Wiggy from uh, <laughs> from uh, Southfields. <laughs> it was when we played over there, and, and the balls I've tackled someone on the edge of the box as, as playing in goal, and then the ball sort of spinning out to the sort of right back area, if you like. And you know, I'm, next thing I know, I'm sort of 25 yards out chasing after a ball to try and keep it in play. Um, but then the ball just rolled out for a throw in, and then I realised I'm 25 yards from goal. <laughs> um, and, I, and Lance, who was on the sidelines, was uh, was about to pick the ball up and sort of, or, or take, well, you know, he was standing right there. He's about to take the ball to sort of give it to them to to be able to take a throw. And I went, Lance, open your legs. 
and then I'll just smash the ball for 20 yards away, full well knowing I'm taking the yellow card. And, and no problem with that. And, and to be fair to the ref, he, he had a laugh and he, you know, he booked me and I was like, yeah, fair enough. And and, he, and to be fair to him, he never put it through, actually. I don't think no. it came through as a fine. But the weirdest thing with that, the howler there was fucking Wiggy, supposedly ex-fucking pro footballer from Arsenal, fucking <laughs> trying to then claim it was meant to be a free kick. That's yeah, free kick, referee. It's a free kick. It's, like, <laughs> it's not. It's a throwing still. No, it's just like... an infringement. No, it's a no. Fuck. Right. Fucking I, idiot. I can picture you now kicking the ball and <coughs> jog, jogging back to your goal, um, sort of like with your hand in the air, knowing what's coming, but like that casual sort of jog back <laughs> yeah. to your goal is just just yeah. funny scenes. You had to do it, really. You had to. Yeah, 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 definitely. Any other big card moments you can think of? Well, yeah, there was there was a uh, there was old Jack Ranger um, punching punching the ball over the bar um, whilst playing centre half. Um, <laughs> you know, loved the tip over the bar when he was in goal, but also liked to tip over the bar apparently when he was playing centre half. Well, yeah, it was one of those where he, he sort of you know there was a bit of a you know balls keeper's gone up for the ball with someone and it's you know ricocheted out the keeper's down on the on the sort of penalty spot and Jack sort of chased as the ball looping towards the goal and. And sort of jumped up to to head it and punched it over the bar and um, it was the uh, yeah it was the the woman ref that day wasn't it uh, I can't remember what her name oh, was right. but yeah, she yeah, yeah. Uh, she was the ref and I think there was someone over assessing her mm. as well and she sort of said that when she went to send it she went look I've got to send you off and she I don't really want to and Jack was losing his head absolutely losing his head about it and <laughs> I, and I think that was just Jack just being. You know, just wanting to the will to win and wanting to stay on the pitch and help us out and sort of trying to, you know, con as as best he can, I suppose, to sort of say, no, 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 it wasn't a, it weren't handball, it was a header. But um, he, I think he he went up to her after the game, he gave her a bit of stick during the game, but then after yeah. the game, I did think he went up to her and it said, yeah, fair enough, sorry, I did punch it over the bar, like, you know, it's just one of those heat in the moment things. Um, yeah, definitely. There was that one, and then the other one I had was the old. Um, just game a weird game, sort of weird time, really. That it's sort of a, almost a bit of a forgotten, you know. I suppose one of the forgotten players of Pendle um, was Brian Fowley, um, who I, I played with a little bit as a as a kid, sort of him from from being at school. But he, um, his old man was a ref. Now, <laughs> you want to talk about bad referees? Bless you, <laughs> Brian Fowley's old man with the fucking thickest glasses you'll ever see. Yeah, it was an awful referee and I, felt, I always sort of felt for Brian when we played in games with him because yeah. his old man would get dogs abuse oh, from us time. and from us and from the other team yeah. um, but one of the big things he did miss in that game was um, there'd been a bit of a bit of a to do and there was a young lad on their time who was being a bit chippy and stuff and and sort of Vinny Imus, legend that is uh, that was that was Vin. Yeah, got in a bit of a, a fracas with him down by our goal line. Ball rolled out for a goal kick or a penalty, and um, and all of a sudden the kids let out a bit of a death, bit of a death rattle, but scream, <laughs> and um, and we saw like, what's going on, what's going on there, and go up and walked away. And then I think I can't remember if it was Dan in goal or someone come up and went. Oh, Vinny's just like, just cracked him in the ribs whilst yeah. he's on the floor. <laughs> just that, he just smashed him in the stomach yeah. with a punch. Yeah. Um, I, I remember a lot of us being a little bit disappointed he did that, but it was, yeah, it was it a strange bit, situation. It was, and I, and I think we sort of, you know, they're, they're losing their heads, the other team. They're, they're in sense, you know, 
Brian found his old man's not obviously not seen it because he never fucking saw anything. He just wanted an easy little stroll around the centre circle. More often than not. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, that game he had to um, he had to sort of. I think from memory we sort of agreed with the other team in the end, and and sort of told Paul we said, look, sub Vinny off, and we, you know he's, you know albeit yeah we brought a sub on and but yeah. it sort of got Vinny out of the you know we sort of acknowledged that he'd done something wrong. Yeah. Um, without going, down, you know, obviously without us going down to ten men, but but kept. A, yeah, that's right. You know, kept an extra uh, an extra man in the field, but yeah, that's yeah. probably it for disciplinary. Unless you have anything else. Um. Well, a couple of things. Um. I suppose no, not so much disciplinary. I was going to say maybe sort of moving on to a couple of examples of refs, where for me it's just like howlers of decisions even turning up that day. Yeah. Um, is and and the important thing for me is if you're going to have a cup final, it's got to be done properly. <laughs> and um, <laughs> obviously, obviously Dan was captain that day, but I remember taking kickoff with with Bill who started the game. So me and Bill were sort of in and around the coin toss, or or what we thought would have been a coin toss. And <laughs> what what was his name? Was he was it, was it, I, was it Linford who refed it? Uh, yeah, I've come if it was Linford or Clyde. Was it Clyde? I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. No, I know, yeah, the one who was exactly quite then. a character of a ref. Yeah, yeah, he? yeah. He was good, good crack. He said to him. He, uh, he went. Well, we don't really need a coin toss. You just kick off and you stay that end. And we was like, ref, ain't be funny. It's cup final. Like, do you not think <laughs> our, our keeper might make a decision on the sun or the wind today? Yeah. Like, like, all right, it's maybe not a big deal. But I was like, for a cup final, I was like, Premier come League on, cup ref. Final, I know. Well, I know, and like us and, and Dan and, and um, whoever it was for the mall were a bit like, all right, mate, sort of thing. But it suited yeah. the mall, so they didn't moan as much. But I remember me and Dan looking at each other, we were like, what's going on here, sort of thing. Yeah, fucking um, ridiculous. But he was like that all the time, wasn't he? Always yeah. like oh, yeah. that, wasn't he? Fucking yeah. every, every game, we just went, yeah, done that, uh, play on. Like, yeah. Or, no, it doesn't matter a bit. Like, yeah. yeah. That's make a difference. Yeah. And, so. Well, he was all right, ref, but he was one with a few few houses. He lucky his character got him out of a lot of problems. Probably. Yeah, he had, he had a good, good yeah. sort of uh, good chat on him. Yeah, and um, then the other the other howl of well, when you say about refs, was the the big one I remember as well was in the recon game before all. There was a moment in that game, um, and I think it I think it was the goal to make it four all in extra time, mm. um, and. I had, I remember absolutely losing my head at this point because it was one of those where you just so... And you sort of get... Um, you know, it's probably a little bit different with VAR now, maybe, in, mm. in, for the pros sort of thing. But you sort of get where, you know, they're just absolutely incensed at a decision mm. that's just sort of come out of nowhere and there's nothing you can do to change it. Yeah. Um, and this one was... We, you know, and again, my memory's maybe a little bit sketchy on this because it was just such a weird situation. But the ball had gone out for a, I think the, the ball had gone out for a throw in, and we taken a throw in. Then it was like, oh no, it hadn't actually gone off the pitch, so that it was then their, their throw in, and then they went and scored from the throw in. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, it, it, it was something fucking weird that went on the right side. And if one of the boys who, who was closer to, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I was back in goal, so I don't, I was a bit far away from the incident, maybe. But if so, if one of the lads remembers that incident better, then, then please let us know because it was just a, such a weird situation whereby the, all of a sudden their line was asked what went on, and mm. he was like, "Well, he ain't gonna fucking tell the truth." No, it, you know, it no. was like, 
Oh, oh yeah, no, that, the ball didn't go out. Oh, no, no, it did. Oh, and then the ref, it was one of those, the ref disallowed the goal. Then when, it, that was it, the ref disallows the goal and then he comes over and talks talks to their lino. That's and it, the, yeah. And the, the lino went, oh, no, no, okay, we'll give the goal. No, 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 it wasn't It wasn't that. This had happened. Okay, re-allow the goal. And yeah. fucking, it was just absolute fucking carnage going on. If, if you if you get the decision wrong, you you sort of stick by your decision. And it was one of them that he sort of reversed it just after chatting to one of their men, which you could do at you know professional level because it's an official. But when it's a, a, a sub or someone running the line, you, you yeah. your ref's got to go with his own heart, and he's straight away. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very difficult. And it was a uh, absolute howler. And then the other weird thing that day, I remember, was fucking in the howler from the from the fans, if you like, if was. <laughs> That, that that pitch was an absolute quagmire, wasn't it? It was so yeah. muddy that day. I mean, great fun as a keeper to play in, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then the fact that we were sort of, I remember thinking like as an idea, like, like okay, we're looking like we're heading towards penalties. Fucking hell, you can't even barely see it either of the penalty spots. There's massive puddles in the goal mouth. Yeah. It was, it was carnage in that respect. Yeah. Um, and we sort of said, I remember sort of thinking, oh, hang on, there's a, there was some people just like having a muck about, like little five on five. Um, muck about over on one of the pitches next to us and they had a full net up and everything but their pitch looked alright and we sort of I think we suggested to the ref well ref instead of playing on one of these ends why don't we go and do the penalties on proper fucking you know on a bit more sturdier sturdier ground if you like um, yeah. and we go and ask them to use the net and so we went and asked, I think the ref went and asked them and they said oh no 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 we're still we're, we're just playing and, and doing this and it was like oh no, a bit of a weird one we start our penalty shootout, and they fucking come over to watch the penalty shootout. You fucking <laughs> just come, why couldn't you have just done it on your pitch, you fucking idiots? <laughs> okay, and we're here with our regular feature top fives. And you probably argue this week, Mike, we, we, with the fact that we try and link it to an episode, this week it's um, talking about howlers. So it's probably not a top five this week, it's maybe a, a bottom five. And we sort <laughs> of. Yeah. Decided to go opposites of what we did last week, where we talked about our favourite facilities. Yeah. We're, we're probably going to talk about our worst facilities this time. So um, we've put a list together um, as a pair this time. Instead of having two separate lists, we've, we've worked together as a team to mm. put together our um, our list. Um, so Kenzie, do you want to run us through uh, our top five or our bottom yeah. five? Yeah, well, I've got these in sort of no particular order, and I'm sure when we're talking, we'll even think of of other places, but. Um, I want to start with, we just sort of touched about sort of stuff that went on on the day of the cup final. Um, turning up to your first sort of cup final in your hometown, in your sort of like, you know, new new um, leisure centre, that you know, that had the big running track and the, the stadium effect. Very, very disappointed with Basildon Sporting Village. I mean, the pitch was shit. Um Bit long, bit bumpy in places. Yeah, it was a nice experience for us and a good day. But my word, the changing rooms were smaller than Holy Cross. I mean, they, they were nice. Obviously, they were new. But I was very, very disappointed with the room we had to move in there for a big cup final day. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture the the, the place now. I mean, is the, is the Sporting Village that you know? Is it bang on attached to the stadium? Yeah, you can walk there... straight to the other end. And yeah, sort of you can. Get, yeah, yeah. Get into it, and you know, I don't know if you ever went in there back in the day as a kid in the changing rooms. Um, it just they were bigger back in the day. Had that old-fashioned sort of feel, like you get over Fords and stuff. But um, 
No, they were nice, they, but they were the actual seating facilities were small. Like the, the shower square was, was nice, was decent, and there was a few yeah. showers in there. We had a laugh in there. But you're preparing for a cup final with all your suit and ties, and you know, and you know, bigger squad, and a, and a few people that are sort of tagging along and stuff. And I thought it was just a bad experience. It just like cut the pitch and make it look the bollocks for the cup final. I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't quite get over that. Yeah, it was always a uh, you know sort of. I suppose you always had like the whole thing of oh, where's oh, where's the where's the final going to be sort of thing. So I was yeah. I say the Sporting Village or you know it used to be called the Bazard and Bowl, didn't it? Yeah, like, like that. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, didn't quite have the had a pain in the ass to go and get the ball as well. Yeah, luckily my old man was about the second <laughs> yeah, half and yeah, he fucking like an extra time. Yeah, and he was uh, retrieving the ball for me behind yeah. the goal, but. Yeah, um, it was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Definitely. Um, just sort of rifling through them. Bromford's, I didn't like. I thought that was a pissy little changing room with sort of like very like small area to get change and sort of cold feeling and, and the showers wasn't fantastic. And obviously you had that bit of walk to the pitch and, and stuff like that. I didn't rate Bromford's really. Was that where Torren played and we... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah bad memories. And I, that was one of them where everywhere seems to get wet. Um, yeah, and Chalverden, as much as I hate to say it, my old school. I mean, their, their changing rooms were massive. To be fair to them, but I, I remember being at school and the showers were always shit. Then they wasn't amazing, but um, Chalverden let me down more with their actual field. And like like we said with um, Dell's um, missed chance earlier, like the long the long pit, uh, long grass on the pitch, and then one of their goals was for the year sevens. That was a uh, half a foot shorter and it was like this is adult football it's meant to be regulation play sort of thing yeah very, very disappointed in Chalvin and I'm very surprised that Elgar put up with that as well with the, the quality of players that they had yeah I mean yeah just one of those weird, any any time where you had that that sort of inability to organise you know that we ended up on that shit pitch that time um, mm. you know little things like that always sourier um, a, a bit with you know with visiting a venue sort of thing and um, and like you say, whilst it was a big changing room, it was a fucking schlep. You know, always one of those as well. You're not coming out of the changing room. You've got to walk fucking all the way around and out of a yeah. out of a building back the way you came to fucking and then yeah. walk when walk around after school to uh, to get to it is always a bit frustrating. Definitely. Um, next, I had and as much as their pitches were nice, if you're the away team at Selix or the post office. Um, you had no chance of changing in the main main uh, club. You were stuck in the shitty uh, cabins, or if more post office, you was in like a shitty old boardroom. It looked like yeah. with with like leather seats and some shitty showers that twenty people are trying to get in free showers. Yeah, but it's the Senex one that baffled me more. How they just wouldn't allow you sort of in the main bit ever. Uh, yeah. Which is strange, and I mean, I remember later on in the years we did have a laugh in them sort of cabins. Two of them shitty, uh, showers, sort of like yeah. um, caravan showers. But you know, for for the money they they must get over there, and the, and what they charge to have a pitch over there, I thought it's shocking for the away teams. Absolutely shocking. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean. Just just like I say that, like you say, I think the post office was slightly better, albeit. You, it was probably one of those. If you if you had if you had maybe the showers from from the post office and the actual the size of room yeah. from the Selex, it would have yeah. been about about manageable. But yeah. the fact that you just had that shit fucking shower, all the fucking water just coming out on the floor and getting all your <laughs> stuff wet. Um, yeah, 
at Selex, it was it was yeah. fucking toilet. Yeah. And I I, 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 I never mind the post office, but I always thought Selex. You just uh, you're always we pretty much always played on one of the sloping pitches as well. Yeah. Um, you know, going up and down the hill and sort of, yeah. you know, again, that just always gave a feel of a bit fucking kids football kind of thing. Yeah, and God um, forbid we was ever allowed on the main pitch. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, that's like, they made you feel like you was proper, like, with the away team over there, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think as well for me, that came a bit back to, that was always the, you know... Um, you know, to, to give me old man's vet sides a shout out. That was Chapel United's fucking home ground was at the post office and Ford's who my dad played for was down the road. So I always sort of saw it yeah. as a bit of, you know, even more a white double away territory where Ford's we spoke about last time. Yeah. It was um, you know Definitely. such good facilities and, and you got to play on you yeah. know on those front pitches. It was lovely. Yeah. Um but no, not always the same down the road. <laughs> um and last on my list there was definitely a couple of places that probably had like worse or, or no facilities in pre-season friendlies. But to be perfectly honest with you, as chalk and cheese with the, the pitch to the facilities, and, and we spoke about it before, and that was pros. Um, that was their cabin had absolutely, they didn't even have lights that worked, no showers, no running water. It was absolutely piss poor over there. And they could make that decent experience over there. With, yeah. with the pitches they've got, it's a it's a pucker place. Nice pitches throughout, but that, that was awful over uh, pros grounds. But do you remember as well that you know talking about pre season that um, we played a it wasn't pre season it was a cup game I think from memory, um, and you were talking about shit cabins. There was the there was the cabin at um, well it wasn't I don't even know if it was a cabin it was a spider infested. <laughs> room and uh yeah it was over over Gantseal by faces and it was you know we got stuffed that day the net was fucked as yeah. well because the geezer scored will go in the bottom corner that's fucking gone through the side netting yeah um that i had to tell the ref yeah no it did go in the post it did yeah. go inside the post and not for a goal kick <laughs> yeah um, they, they I, sort of built that themselves didn't they it's sort of it's yeah. hard to explain like a little like den like you say den Sort of room they'd built themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was awful. That was yeah. Heron gate for shout for showers. Heron gate was yeah. Again, that was another one, and it always reminds me of it now, where we're playing golf at South Essex, and we step onto the yeah. to the seventh tee on the Vixen, and you look yeah. over and you you see Heron gate, and uh, and yeah, you just yeah. you just reminded of you know the pitch the size of Wembley and yeah. fucking and all that, and uh, and a decent changing room decent changing. with a table in the middle. Big yeah, square good room, size. but nah, showers letting it down again. Absolute ice cold, stood yeah. in for, you know, didn't yeah. drain away. They weren't even at the right height. And, uh, <laughs> just, a, just a bit of a shame all round. Yeah, shame. Um, but no, there, there's loads of sort of honourable mentions. Yeah, there's definitely. But um, no, I mean, them five to me deserve to be in the uh, the bottom five because they was they were sort of places we found ourselves a lot, and obviously, you know. Chalvin, I used to see it as a kid, and as we went on through the the Pendle years, we played more at Pro and at Selex and at Bromfords, and and obviously Sporting Village, we thought would have been the pinnacle, and it was just a bit of a letdown. Yeah, so that that moves us on. We're, we're moving away from facilities, and we're getting back to the pitch, but but not quite on the pitch, and. Uh, Next week's episode is going to be life on the sidelines. Yeah, buzzing a lot, plenty of stories. We've got a couple of, couple of cracking guests who, um, 
who spent some uh, spent significant amount of time on the sidelines in uh, in one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you boys would enjoy the uh, the stories that they've got to tell. Interactions with Pete Booth, interactions with the linesman, interactions with a referee, yeah. um, and also getting to what it was like to stand on the sidelines and, and watch the mighty Pendle down <laughs> the years. Definitely. Now, looking forward to this one. And uh, these people have been in our ears for uh, a few weeks now, and I've asked them what they they can give to the episode, and it's a, it's a no-brainer for me. So. Um, yeah, looking forward to that, Ryan. That that wraps up this week's episode um, pretty nicely. And uh, I guess thank you and, and uh, see you next time. Yeah, see you next time, mate. Been a pleasure as always. Brilliant. See you later.